Alright, what is up everybody? It's your boy Big Red here back again. Uh, this is the first off-season episode of the Steel the North podcast. We're going to be going over a lot of Steelers news because there's been a lot of it this last couple few weeks um, with the hiring of Matt Kennedy as our offensive coordinator, Dwayne Haskins signing, and uh, lots and lots of mock drafts. So we're going to get into that on this episode. So sit back and enjoy. This is the Steel the North podcast Alrighty, let's get right into it real fast so pretty much over the last few weeks we've had a lot of news come out of pittsburgh um regarding signings uh possible retirements definite retirements and many more just speculations and rumors um so Let's get into let's get into it real fast. So we've had a couple weeks to digest um, the loss to the Browns, and it goes without saying that was one of the most embarrassing losses. They obviously got uh, eliminated by uh, Kansas City and Mahomes um, two weeks ago, but I mean, still an embarrassing loss. Um, Pittsburgh's had a lot of you know uh, ups and downs uh, this off season so far. We've had a couple. Big things happen. Um, we hired our new offensive coordinator, Matt Canada, officially. Um, we're looking for a quarterback coach now. I mean, honestly, like that uh, that in itself is going to be interesting. My hope is Pep Hamilton. I know a lot of people's hope is Pep Hamilton. We'll get into that. Um, Randy being fired, obviously. I know I kind of should have started with that. But, yeah, Randy got fired as well as Sean Serrett, the offensive line coach. And Tom Bradley, uh, the defensive backs coach, which in my opinion, offensive line and DBs were some of our weaker positions this year. Um, two Steeler, two former Steeler wide receivers signed in the CFL, obviously because this is a Canadian podcast as well as Steelers podcast. I'm going to talk about those two guys, Eli Rogers and Martavis Bryant. Um, we signed uh, Dwayne Haskins, which I think is an amazing signing. Um but I'll get into that in a lot more detail as well, as well as Vance McDonald retired officially, and Marquise Pouncey says he's retiring, but it hasn't been made official yet. So we'll get into that as well. So first off, right off the bat, um, we'll start off with Randy being fired. Um, obviously, I knew that was coming. Um, I was definitely waiting for it. I was hoping for it. I was praying for it. I mean, Again, like, I'll preface this by saying, like, I don't ever want to see anyone get fired. I hate, you know, if someone gets fired from a job, I feel for them. But I think at the end of the day, it was something that had to happen. Um, both him and the O-line coach, Sean Serrett, uh, those were two guys that I weren't surprised to see who got fired. Um, I believe both those guys deserved it. Um, you know, our rushing attack was almost dead last in the league. Our offense wasn't performing, uh, so those two guys had to go. Um, you know, I, I wish Randy nothing but the best. I mean, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's business and we got to move on, move forward. Um, and we've got uh, a new offensive coordinator in town, Matt Canada, who I'm very, very excited about. Um, I've been watching a lot of uh, old Maryland games, old Pitt games, old LSU games. I've been watching a lot of games of Canada's offense and I'm really enjoying it. I mean, um, one of the things I'll say is he was uh, James Connors' offensive coordinator at Pitt. Um, he uh, made Nathan Peterman look like an actual good quarterback. 
Um, so, I mean, that's a, one of the biggest bright spots there is he is a very good coach. I mean, it only is at the collegiate level, but we'll have to see. I mean, it was a hiring that I really wasn't shocked about. This is what Pittsburgh does. They hire in-house. Um, I felt like, honestly, this is a great uh, hiring just in the simple fact that he can bring a lot of creativity and a lot of youth to this offense. Um, he's going to be somebody who I hope, my hope is he, you know, opens up the deep ball. I know Ben, uh, we'll get into that in a minute as well, but if Ben comes back, um, I know Ben can't really throw the deep ball as much, but we'll be using a lot of our weapons a lot more. Um, no more dink and dunk uh, screen passes from the old Randy Fekner playbook, but um, we hope that, you know, we can kind of, you know, get our shit together and on offense and establish a running game. Um, one of the players a lot of people on Twitter have been saying they're excited about, and I'm kind of excited about to see this year is uh, Anthony McFarlane, who was our running back we drafted last year um, out of Maryland, who was uh, coached by Canada and is a very explosive guy, uh, speedy B kind of, you know, player, uh, you know, given the ball, he'll burst for a 40-yard gain. So I, I'm I'm excited about that. I really hope uh, – sorry. I hope that he can be somebody who does well this year um, and does some – and, you know, kind of explodes on the scene for us this season. I think he'll be a player that really could be a breakout star for this offense, you know, to add a bit of a run game if we don't sign James Conner back, which I doubt we will. Again, I'll talk about that in a bit as well. Um, but, yeah, just Canada overall, I'm very excited about. His offense is going to be very explosive. And, I mean, I know a lot of you guys saw on Twitter uh, that one play where he had it designed at Pitt where it threw to an offensive lineman and scored a touchdown. So I know our boy Zach Banner uh, is coming back. So we know he's going to definitely probably drop some plays for Banner, the eligible receiver. So and I think that will be really, really exciting to watch. Um but yeah, so that that's that with the signing. I'm really happy with it. I'm really excited about it. Um, I know that we hired a tight end coach as well, Alfred Robert, Alfredo Roberts. Um, so that'll be interesting for our tight end group. We have um, no Vance McDonald, as I mentioned off the top. He retired. Um, I know Vance was only with us for four years, but it felt like a lifetime. So I was a little emotional when he retired. I know it's Ben's guy, but uh, I, you know, I thank him for all the years, especially that stiff arm. Um, I was at work when that happened, and I remember literally I watched the game on my phone while I was working, and I had stopped doing my job for a second just to check out the game, and I turned on the game on my phone, and Vance just stiff armed some guy, and I remember jumping in the air and be like, "Let's fucking go! That's how you play stellar football!" Like that was yeah, so it was awesome. Um. Thanks to Vance, man. Honestly, it's going to be really, really um, interesting to see kind of what happens uh, with this team and kind of what direction they want to go. Um, personally, I, I'm excited for whatever direction they want to go in uh, and how they feel like they want to play it. Uh, but, yeah, I'm excited to see this offense. Um, some of the things that uh, the hiring of Canada kind of brings to Pittsburgh is it brings a lot of uh, – different formations he's gonna have a lot of motions um he's gonna use a lot of um he, he probably won't be a guy who calls a lot of the same plays he's gonna create um mismatches um he's gonna try to make the defense adjust to his offense because he's gonna you know use our weapons because we have a lot of weapons we have um 
hopefully Juju, we have Claypool, we have Deontay, we have James Washington, who in my opinion is a underrated number four. But, I mean, definitely a good receiver who we will definitely probably use this season. Um, yeah, he's going to use a lot of different things to kind of throw teams off. Yeah, he'll uh, he'll do that. Um, and then also he'll, uh, he'll uh, definitely – Give Ben an offense, so he'll definitely give Ben a really good offense. Uh, if Ben comes back, uh, they're not going to be running the pro style uh, offense that uh, pro style spread Canada ran at Maryland. Not everything like that scheme doesn't suit Ben, so it's not going to be something that Canada in this offense runs. Um, he's gonna, he's gonna, again, like uh, a lot of people were saying, he's not going to force Ben to do anything he isn't comfortable with at this point. Because, I mean, Ben's 39, going to be 39 in March, and he's going to be a lot older. So, I mean, Ben's going to probably call a lot of the shots. But at the same time, I think um, one of the biggest things that they're saying about Canada is he is a no-nonsense guy. He's kind of a guy that's not going to take shit from anybody. So I don't think he's going to take Ben's, you know, he's not going to be somebody Ben can walk all over like he did with Randy. And I think, honestly, that's going to be really awesome for this offense. And, again, as I mentioned, yeah, more Anthony McFarlane, I mean, if we don't sign, uh, if we don't resign James Conner, yes, I'll be disappointed. But at the same time, I mean, honestly, I'm very, very excited about Anthony McFarland. I was very high on this kid when we drafted him last year. I was very, very high off in him, on him coming out of the coming out of uh, Maryland. And I think honestly, just because he is he was coached by Canada, uh, it's going to be someone who's a home run guy. He's going to make some big plays. Splash plays, explosive plays, and I think big, the biggest thing with Canada's offense is it's going to be something where, you know, we're not going to see Ben throw the ball 60-plus times a game, so it's going to be really, really awesome to kind of get that, you know, new feel to this offense. I feel like this offense next year is going to be very balanced, but at the same time very run-heavy. I think Canada is going to want to try to establish a run early, um, and I mean, uh, I'll get into it, I guess, now. Um, offensive line-wise, we're going to really have to make with our young offensive line that's going to be next year, I think. With Villanueva being gone, possibly Pouncey retiring, um, we're going to have to get new offensive linemen, uh, new young offensive linemen. Um, I mean, I wrote uh, on my thing, I had my mock draft. Um, let me pull it up here, one of my recent ones uh, that I did. I had uh, Leatherwood, number one, Creed Humphrey in the second round. So I had uh, those two guys as my... First round guys, um, one of the guys that I have a big high grade on and PFF also has a high grade on that I wouldn't mind us drafting at, a, even if it's not a 24, but in later rounds, is uh, Brady Christensen from BYU. Uh, they got 90 plus uh, grades uh, from PFF. The only FBS offensive lineman with 90 plus pass and run blocking grades. So those two guys, uh, that guy, Brady Christensen on a BYU and Christian Derrissaw from Virginia Tech. I mean, this draft, in, in my opinion, is loaded with offensive linemen. Um, I've seen a lot of drafts, um, a lot of mock drafts for us at CS drafting the offensive line. Blair is one of my favorite, one of the ones I kind of agree with, but also I'm not sure 100% about, but I trust these guys. Um, the mock draft from uh, Gridiron Grading, shout out them, Gridiron, Gridiron Grading, Gridiron Grading on Instagram. I uh, gave them a follow. Gridiron.grading. Uh, and their first mock draft said we're going to sign Samuel Cosme from uh, Texas, which honestly I think is, is a good – it's a good uh, 
it's a, it'll be a good pickup. I mean, if we pick him in the first, I don't know if he'll be our first round guy, but if he is, I mean, he's six foot seven, three hundred nine pounds. Um, and eight starts at left tackle. Um, he uh, he can play either left or right. Uh, he opted out of the season uh, in November, but he uh. Yeah, he's a guy I think they can make plays as well. Also, he caught a touchdown pass. So, I mean, again, another Matt Canada thing for that. Um, and, yeah, so, I mean, but I'm really I, – I saw again on Twitter today, I, re, I really hope if our offense – the two offensive tackles that I want are Leatherwood and Christensen, and then I want Creed Humphrey for center or Landon Dickerson. But, I mean, I'd be way happier with uh, – those with uh, Leatherwood and Humphrey and Christensen. Um, I did I did have us picking uh, at one twenty seven. Uh, Chuba Hubbard, uh, the uh, guy from Edmonton, Alberta, the uh, running back from Oklahoma State. I said we draft him. I mean, if we drafted him, I'd be pretty hyped. I mean, you got to get the, all the Canadians on the team with uh, an offensive coordinator in Canada. But I mean, yeah. So that that's that. Um, but yeah, biggest biggest emphasis is draft. If we draft, I. You know what? If we draft only O line this draft, I will not be mad at all. Um, we need to get that. You know, I think to, to think about it right now, like with our projected offensive line, if we just go off based off my mock draft and even just put other people. So if we say, you know, let's go Leatherwood at left tackle, him, him and Dodson on the left, then you go Creed Humphrey because if Pouncey retires, we don't know 100% yet, but. Seems like it's heading that way. Creed Humphrey at center. Then you got on the right. Um, you got the Castro and then either Banner or Chucks, or even if they draft someone like Brady Christensen, they throw Brady Christensen at right tackle. Then you got a completely new offensive line who uh, will definitely, I know, I don't think they've hired, I haven't seen they've hired an offensive line coach yet. So hopefully they can hire somebody really, really good with a lot of, sorry, experience. Um, somebody who can, is like among Mike Munchak. I mean, I wish we had kept that guy because I love that guy. He was awesome for our offensive line. Um, but I mean, that young offensive line next year will be big for Ben to have, um, and definitely will open up running lanes for our backs with Benny Snell and uh, either who Chuba Hubbard or Anthony McFarlane. Um, but yeah, offensive line wise, I think Canada's inherited an awesome thing. With this draft, I think he's become the offensive coordinator at the perfect time, especially because of how deep this offensive line uh, class is this year, especially at offensive tackle, which is our biggest need um, on offense other than center. So, yeah, like I'm very, very excited for that. Um, and then, again, another person who will fit in this offense, uh, and it's a no-risk, low-risk, high-reward kind of player, Dwayne Haskins. We signed him uh, a few days ago. Um, I'm kind of weary on it, man. I'm very, I'm very weary, but also very excited. Um, I mean, to be honest with you, like I think it could possibly be something that's great or shit. Um, uh, getting Haskins to learn behind uh, Ben will be very beneficial. I mean, you know, you've got one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. You know, mentoring you, you've got all these people. You know, you, you've got a lot of, you know, bonuses, as it were, for you. Uh, as a quarterback. So, I mean, Haskins will have that. I mean, he'll have Canada, who's a guy who probably will believe in him. Um, and, I mean, he could potentially be our number two. Um, him and Rudolph will definitely compete. I mean, 
with this signing. I mean, it definitely su- suggests the end of uh, Josh Dobbs, who I, I did really like at the end of the season, uh, the way he played against the Browns, the way we used him. I mean, but, uh, yeah, so I think that'll be an interesting one. I think he'll definitely be a guy, again, like as I said, he's a low-risk, high-reward. So if we cut him, we cut him. We don't, you know, we didn't lose anything. We didn't have anything. You know, if he fucks up, it's not like it's on us. But, I mean, I think with having Ben as the as someone there who's an older guy, 39-year-old presence there, um, that'll definitely help him out and kind of mature him a lot faster because he is a first-round talent quarterback. There's no question about it. I mean, he struggled uh, last year. He struggled the year before. I think really it, he's a character guy and he's a character issue guy. But, I mean, if Ben and Canada and Tomlin can kind of get him straight, um, then, I mean, it, it'll be really, really awesome to see him and uh, Claypool for years to come. I would like to see him potentially be our quarterback. Do I think he'll be our franchise guy? No, because I don't think that, you know, I think once Ben retires, and I guess I'll get into that as well now, um, is once Ben retires, I think it'll definitely be something where it'll take a process. Um, it'll be a long process. But, I mean, him and Rudolph are definitely good short-term fixes at the moment. But, I mean, looking into next year, I mean, it'll be a very interesting squad. I mean, it'll be a very interesting kind of – this offseason is going to be hard for a lot of fans. It's going to be – you're going to see a lot of fans divided. I think you're going to see a lot of fans, you know, on the fence. I mean, I have, I've all, I'm always going to have optimism in this team. And I mean, I'm always going to support this team, but in reality, I see this team as being a nine and seven team at best. They're nine and seven. They're not eight. They're not 10 and six, 12 and four, 11 and five, 13 and three, you know, 14 and two, 15 and one, 16 and no team. They're nine and seven team at best. They have a 39 year old quarterback. They have an unproven offensive coordinator in the NFL. They have a questionable run game. They might have a potentially young offensive line. There'll be a very much a question mark offense. And then depending on what we do with Juju, uh, if we sign him or not, um, it'll be interesting. I mean, my thing is I do love Juju. I want Juju back. But if we don't have him back, I mean, it's not like we're swamped or fucked that receiver. I mean, we have... I mean, we have, you know, Deontay, we have uh, James Washington, who, in my opinion, should be the number one receiver. It should go him, Claypool, Juju, uh, Deontay, um, Ray Ray, whoever, you know, at receiver. So it's not like we're shot for receivers. I mean, we'll see what happens, but. And it'll be any, yeah, and I mean, Ebron as well will have a lot of questions. So, I mean, offensively, it'll just be an interesting, it'll be interesting to watch this season or next season. I mean, I'm hopeful for it. I, I definitely will be interested to see how Ben plays. I mean, uh, so, and I'm definitely interested to see Canada's offense and how he runs it and how it goes because I think it could definitely be something that could be either a huge success or a big flop. And I think that's something I'm very much interested in. Um, so, yeah, uh, moving on now, I guess we'll talk about defensively. Uh, I mean, defensively, we're pretty good. Um, there's a lot of things defensively that we're, we're going to have to um, do better at. But, I mean, overall, defensively, this defense is probably the best, in, one of the best in the league. I hope that they can uh, – uh, I hope that they uh, can – 
figure it out. But I mean, we'll see. Do I think they should draft any defense? Uh, possibly. I mean, that'll be it'll be one of those things uh, that'll be very very interesting to see if they draft the receipt if they draft any defense. I would expect mainly mainly uh, offense. Um, in the draft, and I think honestly, like I really don't need to talk about the defense as much because I really feel like uh, they're very, they're very much, uh, yeah, they're very much, yeah, they're very much uh, solid, and I trust in this defense. So it'll be very, very exciting. Um, but yeah, okay, I guess we'll move on. Um, so. I guess we'll talk about the CFL guys, the two guys that signed the CFL teams. And then I'll kind of get into a bit of a more of a draft talk as I was. So, um, so yeah, so uh, January 16th, uh, the Montreal Alouettes signed a former Steelers wide receiver, Eli Rogers. Um, I think that's a great pickup for him, them. I mean, he was an amazing slot guy for us. So it'll be very interested, interesting to see kind of what happens, um, and yeah, and then the big one, uh, which was yesterday, I want to say, yeah, yesterday, um, Martavis Bryant, Marty B, big play Bryant uh, from Clemson, Martavis Bryant, who used to play for us in the Raiders, uh, but couldn't stay out of trouble with the weed, stay off the weed, um, yeah, got in. Uh, got uh, got signed to Toronto. Um, I'm definitely very excited to see this, especially as kind of like an Argos fan. I mean, it's gonna be really, really cool. I'm not really an Argos fan, but I'm a you know a CFL guy, and I really like watching the CFL. So, if watching CFL games with Martavis Bryant making big plays, I don't know who Toronto's quarterback is, but man, it'll be freaking awesome to watch him play. Um, I'm definitely very excited about that. Um, but yeah. So, uh, moving on, I guess, we'll get into a bit of draft talk, um, and we'll get into a bit of uh, kind of my whole kind of like my... So, this episode will be what I want and then what I think will happen. This episode will be what I want. Um, so, my what off-season moves, what players I want the Steelers to draft. Um, just to preface this before I get into that... Um, so if you're not already following uh, the Instagram, it's steal the north underscore underscore. So it's steal the north underscore underscore on Instagram. Follow me. I post pretty much every day. It's been a bit of a slower. Like I haven't po- been posting as much due to just the fact that I'm back in school. Um, but I will start post. I'll try to post as much as possible every day. I try to post if there's big big updates um, on this team. But yeah, so go give that a follow. Uh, as well as that's where you'll find the podcast. Um, so if you ever get lost and like where the heck's the podcast, there it is. Um, so yeah. Uh, so yeah, so let's get into it. Um, give me a second here to pull up uh, the free agent list again. Um, and kind of like, so I'll do, I guess, a, I'll do kind of my projected roster, my way too early projective projected Steelers offense uh, and off uh, projected roster. Yeah, we'll do that uh, as well as kind of talk about our free agents. So, 
Um, there you go. So I'd also grab a pen. So just give me a sec here. So the list of our free agents. Um, so pretty much it's a big list. So Bud Dupree, Villanueva, uh, Avery Williamson, Mike Hilton, Matt Filer, Tyson Alwalu, Zach Banner, Juju Smith-Schuster, J. Ron Elliott, Cassius Marsh, Jordan Berry, Chris Warmly, Danny Isadora, Trey Edmonds uh, was released uh, and then brought back, I think. Uh, Sean Davis, Jordan Dangerfield, Cam Sutton, James Conner, Gerald Hawkins, Ray Ray McLeod, Josh Dobbs, Marcus Allen, Olsenakami, Adai, uh, J.C. Hausenhauer, Hausenhauer or whatever, and uh, Splant. So a lot of uh, big free agents there, guys that are very much slow guys we need um out of this list the guys that i would want so again this is the want episode i'll get into the what realistically what i believe will happen in the next episode dropping next wednesday so realistically um bud dupree um i'd like him back obviously i want him back to compliment tj on that defense uh Villanueva, i'm glad with getting uh, i'm good with getting rid of him williamson i think as well as Another guy that I don't mind getting rid of. I mean, he was good for us near the end of the season, but, I mean, we have not a lot of cap room. We need a lot of better players. Uh, Mike Hilton, I definitely want him back. Um, he's amazing. Uh, one of the He's probably one of the best slot corners in the league, plus he can blitz off the edge. So he's definitely a huge asset for our defense, so I definitely want him back. Filer, I don't mind if he goes. Uh, Alu-Alu, I think if he can sign for a cheap deal, I'd love, love, love him back. I want him back. Um, Zach Banner, obviously. Um, Juju, I want him back. Um, I'd love to have him back. I want him back in in uh, Pittsburgh. It depends on how much money he's willing to play for, because that's gonna it's gonna come down to you. But we'll see. Uh, Elliot Marsh, don't really care. Uh, they can walk. Barry, same thing. Same formally. Isadora Edmonds, Davis, and Dangerfield. Um, getting into Cam Sutton, I definitely want him back. I think he'd probably be willing to sign a uh, cheap contract or even uh, so, even like that. So I'm really hoping Cam Sutton signs back with us. Uh, James Conner, I mean, I don't mind if he walks. He's a great player for us. I love the guy, but, man, I, I don't really want him back, to be honest with you. Um, Ray Ray, don't really care if he's back or not. Um, Dobbs. I, I don't really want him back. Uh, Marcus Allen, we'll see. I, I I guess for now, I don't really want him back. Um, Adaye, Adonaye, um, don't really care. Uh, Hassan Howard, definitely don't want him back. And then Robert Splane, I mean, out of the two, him and Williamson, he's the guy I'd want back. So those are the guys, free agency-wise, I want back. So, yeah. Um, and just going off that, yeah, so. Um, so yeah, we'll get into that. So those are the free agents. Uh, those are the guys I want back. I'll reference that list next week. I'll go over it next week, kind of talking about the guys I want back and the guy, the guys realistically that I think will be back, uh, money wise. So yeah, so we'll get into kind of my projections for the offense and the defense right now. So give me one second here. I'm gonna pull this up. Write this down. So, uh, um, give me two seconds here to pull off the depth chart for us last year. Uh, 
kind of just like going over the depth chair offensively and defensively. Um, so yeah, we'll give me one second here. So, so um, wide receiver wise, so I wide out. So sorry, uh, WR. I want uh, my number one receiver. I want um, James Washington. Uh, number two, I want Deontay. Uh, Deontay, number two. Deontay slash Claypool uh, would be good at number two. Um, then I want uh, Ray Ray, uh, Ray Ray, or so Ray Ray or uh, Juju if they come back. I want Juju at number three. If Ray, Ray, if uh, he comes back, Claypool number two, Deontay number one, Washington number four, and Ray Ray number five. Um, at left tackle, um, I definitely want at left tackle. As I said, Alex Leatherwood. So Alex Leatherwood at left tackle with Kevin Dodson playing guard. Um, center, um, Creed Humphrey again. Creed Humphrey, uh, guy I want. I'm going to play for us, Creed Humphrey uh, from Oklahoma. Um, right guard, David Castro, and then either Chucks or uh, the boy, uh, either Brady Christensen or uh, Zach Banner. So that'll be the left tackle or the right tackle spot. Uh, tight end, Ebron. Um, and I do, I do think we draft the tight end. Uh, later in the draft, hold on, pull up the mock draft. Who do I think we draft? I think we draft Luke Farrell out of uh, Ohio State to add another tight end to our roster. Um, so I think we get we get another tight end there. Um, and then running backs, we got McFarland, Samuel, Snell. I think that'll be good. Um, or in possibly Hubbard. Uh, James Conner's not going to be back. Uh, Derek Watt. Um, at running back, our quarterbacks will be Mason and uh, Mason and uh, Haskins, and then yeah, so that's the offense. Uh, we'll get in the defense in the next segment. So stay t- next segment. Stay tuned. Alrighty, so defensively. Um, and defensive tackles, so the three technique, uh, Cam Hayward with Carlos Davis behind him. Uh, Tyson Alawalu, I hope we can get him back at a nose, but if not, uh, Isaiah Bugs. Um, and then, yeah. Or, and then I also projected us with our last draft pick to select, just in case we didn't get Alawalu back, uh, Forrest Merrill out of uh, Arc, Arc State uh, as a backup to uh, uh, Bugs. Uh, knows and then uh, Stefan Tuit um, and warmly or Stefan Tuit and Henry Mondu at the uh, defensive end spot. Um, and then you got at the outside linebacker, obviously the left side, TJ Watt. Um, then in the inside, I we got Devin Bush back as well as uh, Vincenzo Williams and uh, Robert Spillane. Um, and then you know, we go to the right side, whether we sign uh, Bud Dupree is the question. So I did say I do want Bud back, so I want Bud. 
and then Alex Highsmith. Um, and then at corners, I mean, Joe Hayden, Steve Nelson, Justin Lane. And then hopefully we can get the two guys back, uh, Sutton and Hilton. Um, our strong safety was, um, I also said we would draft, uh, in our recent mock draft, I said Olegier Griffin out of USC. I think possibly we could snag him. Uh, I don't know 100% yet, but I mean, if we can get him as well that corner depth in case we lose one of the two of those guys, um, that'd be great. And then, so strong safety, Terrell Edmonds and Sean Davis. I think Sean Davis will probably be gone. Jordan Dangerfield will probably sign a cheap contract. If not, then we have Brooksy at second, and then we'll look at a safety uh, in the draft or in free agency, um, and then Minka Fitzpatrick to round it out. So overall, I think this team in general so is very, very strong um, on both sides of the ball. And I think my biggest takeaway, my biggest point I'm trying to make here in this want episode, uh, in the episode that is the want, it's not the realistic, um, is I want a lot of you know guys that I are fan favorites back. I mean, other than James Conner, of course, I mean, I want all these guys back. I want Bud back. I want uh, Juju back. So that'd be awesome to have those guys back. But I mean, we'll see what happens. It's uh, it's gonna be an interesting uh, off season. As I mentioned at the top, off the top, um, it's gonna be very, very interesting. It's gonna be very, very, uh, you know, kind of emotional for some possibly depending on certain things and very very exciting for others um again as i said probably sealers nation is probably going to be divided this offseason a little bit on certain moves we make like signing re-signing juju if we don't if we lose them you know i think it'll like i think if i want to talk i guess i'll talk about the juju thing a bit is i think the biggest decision is whether Juju wants money or whether he wants to stay in Pittsburgh and be a loyal guy to Pittsburgh. Like, I think, I think in my heart, he wants to be in Pittsburgh for a long, long time. I think he loves the city. I think he loves the people here. I think he loves just this, just everything about Pittsburgh. And I think he wants to be here for a long, long time. So I'm not worried about him leaving. Um, if anything, I'm more worried about, uh, I don't think I'm worried about anything with Juju. So I'm, I, I don't think he's gone. Um, I think, yes, it'll be emotional if James Conner leaves. But, I mean, it's business, and this is what's going to happen. And, as I said, like I'm really, really excited to see Anthony McFarlane kind of explode onto the scene for us and be kind of a Chase Claypool role kind of guy and come out here and kind of ball out for us next year. So I'm excited about that. Um, and then I guess if we want to touch on the Ben subject fast, um, I think Ben will probably stay. As much as Pouncey is uh, potentially retiring, uh, I think Ben will probably come back as much as I know a lot of people are trying to say, oh, retire now, retire now, Ben. Like, you should just go, you know, go out, Ben, leave. Like, you're done. Like, you don't need to come back. You have nothing to play for. Like, I think Ben has a lot of pride. And I think he didn't like the way he lost um, in the wild card game with the Browns, a team who he's been fucking whooping for the last fucking 17 years. So he wants to, you know, get his revenge, kind of come back and, as much as he had the revenge tour last year, I think he's definitely going to have the um, last dance next year. And I think I think next year's make or break for this team because I think, honestly, this is our last year with Ben. And can, if we can win a Super Bowl with Ben, if our defense can – like, again, like I said this last year when I was talking to buddies, the Steelers are a Super Bowl team if this defense stays healthy. 
Like if our defense can stay healthy, we can make some big draft picks. We can get some big plays, and we can just upgrade this offensive line and see how um, see how. Like my biggest thing, I guess. Hold on, sorry, I was going on a bit of a tangent, and then I kind of remember something here. But uh, the reason I'm big on Mike Hilton and Cam Sutton coming back are those two guys. Those are two guys who are young players, first off, and also they're very, very good. Like, Hilton, yes, is not a number one corner, and I will never say he's a number one corner. He's a great slot nickel corner, you know, who can cover and, you know, blitz off the edge, and he can make some fucking big plays at big times. And then you got Cam Sutton, who can be a great number two. He can be a great number two. With more years and more shit on him, man, the better he's going to get this offseason, he can be a very, very good number two to Joe Hayden or even Stevie Nelson. If we lose one of those two guys, I honestly wouldn't be worried if we had Cam Sutton back there, you know, playing corner. So I think just from a defensive perspective, like our corners, and that's the position that's going to need to be addressed, obviously. We're going to have to, you know, make sure that we get those two guys back in the offseason. Like, literally, like, as much as I love every single player that's on this free agent list, like, I love Juju. I love uh, Spillane. I love... Uh, Banner, I love Alualu, I love Bud, I love Villanueva. Like the two corners are who I'm really wanting the most us to resign. Like if we only resign Mike Hilton, um, Juju Smith Schuster, uh, and uh, Sean uh, Davis, or not sorry, not Sean Davis, fucking Cam Sutton, uh, Juju Smith Schuster, and uh, Mike Hilton. Sorry, I lost my train of thought there. Um. Then I'll be happy. I'll be satisfied. So, yeah. Personally, that's just me, though. Um, but, yeah, that's just what I think, um, personally. Sorry. Uh, but, yeah. But, anyway, so as I was saying, I don't even know what I was saying. But, like, yeah, overall, I think this offseason will be very interesting. I'll wrap it up here, I guess. Yeah, this intro, the offseason will be interesting. The offseason will be something that people are going to look forward to. They're either going to look forward to or they're going to hate. Um, I'm very, very excited to see where this team goes. Um, it's it's going to be something that's very, very fun to watch and kind of see where this team goes and what direction uh, Tomlin, Canada, and Keith Butler want to go coaching-wise. And then, you know, if we can get a good quarterback coach in, coach uh, Rudolph and uh, Haskins and Ben, and then we get a good offensive line coach, our offense can be set. We'll draft the number, get offensive linemen, we'll be good. And then, honestly, defensively, we just got to keep um, up that, you know, number one defense pace. And T.J. Watt's going to have a big year next year. I think if he doesn't win defensive player of the year, I think, yes, he's gotten robbed. But at the same time, I mean, I don't understand if he didn't. But, I mean, I'd be pissed off at the same time. But, yeah, anyway, I think that'll wrap it up today. Um, honestly, thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, I really enjoyed uh, bringing this podcast this week. Sorry it took so long to get out. I had a lot of assignments to do in a short period of time and i didn't realize that i wouldn't have as much time to record um so i apologize i try to record uh tuesday slash wednesday or wednesday slash tuesday night um to kind of get them out um just to kind of have them out and uh get them done for you guys because i don't have a class till the afternoon so i don't have to be up early because most of my classes are at 8 a.m so that's awesome 
But yeah, so I try to get these. I'll try to get as many podcasts out as possible throughout this off season. Um, if they do take a little more, uh, longer to get out, then I will let you guys know. I'll be better at you know letting you guys know on Instagram. So it's steal the north underscore underscore. If you're not already following that, I don't know why you aren't. You should get on that real quick. Um, but yeah, so thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, sorry it was a lot of uh all over the place kind of thing. I'm kind of, you know, getting my thoughts out right now. Um, I say that every week. I'm like, I'm sorry it's all over the place. I'm going to definitely do better at organizing it. I think just not having as much time was definitely something that played a big factor, but I don't really want to make excuses because I hate making excuses. So, yeah. But honestly, guys, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Hopefully um, you uh, listen to this wherever the hell you are. Um, if you are listening to this, awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, Have a good day, guys. Honestly, go Steelers, and uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Peace.